Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Guys, welcome back to Probably a Podcast. We have the man, the myth, the legend. We have Turdy Lou's husband, which actually on my Instagram the other day, it autocorrected to Trudy, not Trudy. It's Turdy. We have Ben Soffer, who is a business mogul. An absolute, as you guys know, celebrity. Such a sweet intro. Thank you oh, so much for having me, Shannon. I'm so glad you're here. This will be the last podcast filmed in our temporary apartment. First, we had the kitchen. Now we have this. Just go. I'm just going to shotgun a spritz and I'm out of here, bitches. End it all. No, End never. All. Never. Thank God. We'd have to have Turdy here if I was going to do that. True. True. Um, true. Okay, so you flew in this morning. Right off the bat immediately i have to let you guys know this man was yoking fish at 5 30 in the morning it's break true. that down for me talk about it a little bit because that is not good have you been to the new laguardia airport i have okay i want you guys to picture this picture the worst place you've ever been to in your whole life um then put a little bit more uh put a water fountain in there that like makes pretty pictures and then you're at the new laguardia airport and put in the most gorgeous sky lounge yes in the world Fair. It is it's stunning. A, it's, it's a horrendous airport yep. because instead of optimizing for travel, right. instead of making sure that you could get to your gate as quickly as possible, right. the former mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, my arch nemesis. <laughs> Someone asked me to ask you that. I opted. <laughs> oh, you don't know this? He's he's literally like the, the the penguin to my Batman. And like when he like, no, he's my arch nemesis, number one. But he's out of office and like we can't really talk okay. about former mayors right, of New yeah. York. It's just whatever. You need a better one. But he put this whole plan together for LaGuardia Airport, making sure that the city of New York made as much money as possible. Uh, so there's a store like every second and true. they make the time between gates as long as possible so you can shop 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 so shop true. shop there's a toy store there's like yes. all kinds of crazy shit but the delta sky lounge there unbelievable you walk up huge escalators wow you go up and you get there and all of a sudden you're just in the food court of your dreams yeah like you're downplaying the fact that i got fresh whitefish salad this morning Gorgeous. It definitely wasn't fresh. It like, came yeah. from the pine. Blue Hill. <laughs> but Blue Hill. Shout out Blue Hill. They're not a sponsor. I would love them to be, though. They sell these pints at Costco. Are you a Costco shopper? I am a Costco shopper, but what's Blue Hill? Blue Hill is whitefish in a bottle. What's whitefish? And white what whitefish is, is cooked whitefish. Think of a whitefish. Okay. Take a whitefish. Got it. 
You don't like tuna? Do you like tuna salad? I, I love whitefish. I'm just I'm just thinking of it in a you're you're giving it in like tube and jar scenarios. It's like freaking me out. Yeah, I don't know how they do it, but they make it delicious. Okay. Actually, come to think of it, I would never eat tuna salad out of a pre-made jar. <laughs> it's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm questioning everything. But Blue Hill is delicious, and I'm okay. I, like look, I believe you. I know my whitefish, and the second that I tasted it, I'm like, that's fucking Blue Hill. That was Blue That's Hill. Blue Hill. They probably got it in bulk. From Blue Hill. That's how I'm about mayonnaise, so I get it. Toasted bagel this morning. I had a half a bagel, half with scallion cream cheese, half with white fish, two cucumber slices on each side. Because look, you don't want to touch the white fish. So I actually use the cucumber both for taste, but also to not get the white fish on my hands. As a vessel. As a vessel. Mm. On top of the bagel. Bagel on the bottom, uh, cucumber on top so that I could hold it and insert it into my mouth. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. No, I really do. So I really do. Okay. You know what? That does sound delightful. It was delicious. It sounds delicious and took your mind off the fact that LaGuardia airport puts carpet everywhere, which is so fucking great when you're trying to roll your suitcase. Like why would they put carpet everywhere? That's it's the craziest thing to me. That's why I did no suitcase. It's <laughs> I came with a backpack. Swear to God. You really did? Jeans, yep. t-shirt, underwear, socks, backpack. That's it. Can you tell me what your plans are in Nashville that you were only able to just, uh, wear a backpack? You're wearing this. We're about to go to a meet and greet um, at Total Wine. Well, I'm literally here to see you. <laughs> see you. Guys. See you. See you people in Nashville. Uh, we're going to be at Total Wine. Yeah. We're doing a meet and greet. That's it. You're the Turdy Lou replacement of the day. Oh. And uh, while right. nobody can replace her, I'm just saying you're the queen Shouts of Nashville. Show So uh, if anybody is going to represent sports society in Nashville, it was going to be you. That's true. And the so last we time you were excited. here, sorry, um, Spritz was ever flowing as it should be at all times um we're going to get to the pickle of it all in a little bit because we are just absolutely gobsmacked at how much, i'm not i'm actually not shocked at how much you guys are fucking obsessed with the pickles but like it, really the the um reaction was just so fucking huge massive you're talking about it was on good morning new york just like five minute slots like unprovoked just like you guys they just want to talk about it doing taste test yeah it's the combination of a pickle spritz being something that you're like, what the fuck, fuck does that taste like? But then all of a sudden you see, like, sorry to toot my own horn, the most gorgeous packaging ever. It is stunning. Ever. The greens. The they're green. just so the, good. The greens. The green. The green. The greens. And then Clawson, an iconic Heinz owned 150 year old original refrigerated pickle. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. That's their claim to fame. The original refrigerated pickle. People Great were pickle. refrigerating them before? I guess not. I couldn't imagine eating a room temperature pickle. The question is, were there refrigerators? I don't know. I don't think so. You know what the craziest thing is about um, refrigerators? When I go to the UK, they don't put eggs. They're, the eggs are down in the pantry aisle. I hate that. Isn't that crazy? And you think, how could this be? They've got to be rotten. And then you think about it, and when the, when the chickens lay the eggs, it's just in a you know not in a refrigerator. Yeah, but I want a cold egg. I want a cold egg, too. And I don't even eat them raw. But why do I want a cold egg if I'm making it hot and I'm I cracking it open? Know. What's with that? I but don't it's actually know. the same thing. Why do we... Why do we refrigerate our butter? Well, that would get spoil. Is that what it is? It would. It would. You can have it unrefrigerated. I'm a big proponent. I actually could go on and on. I shan't. I won't. But I could go on and on about how butter should always be served soft to put on. I'm a big bread gal. Love bread. And so when I put butter on bread, I don't like hard butter. There's no one arguing with you in the world. I know, but that butter should be hard. People argue that you can't keep butter out because I'll keep my butter out of the fridge for a day or two, and then I put it back in the fridge, and then like I bring it back out that morning of, and and people are like, oh my god, you don't refrigerate your butter? I'm like, it doesn't have to be refrigerated. It's churned. Room temperature. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. I trust you. Thank you. I trust you. When were refrigerators created? 1834. 1834. Okay. Close. 
So 150 years ago was the late 1800s. Yeah. And so they were the originally, the original refrigerated pickle. Right. Because they were the first people to think to put it in a fridge. I also don't think there are any pickle companies that are as old as them. I don't think so either. Right? They're extinct. You got the OG. We got the OG. There's so many fans of Clawson. Yeah. And so that's what created this perfect storm where the Spritz Society fans, sure, they're so excited right. to try this product. But the Clawson fans are so right. excited to try this product. And that's why we're getting today's show, Good Morning America, Good Day New York, right. all that's like traditional TV press that young brands just don't get. Right. So true. It's very exciting. And most importantly, I would say more than anything, you guys finally have a Spritz color that's in my color wheel. Oh, you're, you're a green fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I... You guys, we can never forget. We, I will literally, I'm going, I know you guys hate when I repeat stories and I, I'm going to, but when you guys had your first, the Spritz launch in New York and I hadn't moved to New York yet, I hadn't done anything and I just got this invite and I, it's kind of embarrassing now that I think about it, but maybe more so endearing to you guys. But uh, Claudia invited me on Instagram or maybe Jackie reached out, I can't remember. And I extended my trip. I, I, they were like, well, you wouldn't possibly still so be fun. here for this, right? And I was like, uh, and I extended my trip to go to it. You were at our original launch party? Yeah, but I went by myself. I didn't even know. High five. And here we are, full circle. That's so fun. I know, but I went by myself and the invitation said, um, dress code is, and I can retell the story because honestly, it's about a year and a half old now at this point, but the y'all's invitation said, um, like dress code and then it had orange emoji peach emoji like cherry emoji whatever none of these colors in my color wheel but I drummed up together this like really elaborate like cute outfit that was spot on the fit was fitting I stood in line next to Remy Bader met her like yeah just was like in line was like oh are you going to the same event she's like yeah we stood in line together that's the first time I met her and then went upstairs went upstairs nope nobody's in the dress code colors (laughs) <laughs> nobody everyone's in these chic black dresses or like Nate like everyone's just dressed like dressed like New York models like everyone just looks like good and like I, I literally was like oh my god I looked like I was a Fanta girl like I looked like I was in a themed outfit really I looked like I worked there I looked like I was working the event I'll have to show you my outfit I'll show me I looked like I was working the event and um people did ask me where the bathroom was um people did ask me questions and then because I didn't know anyone and I didn't want to like bother you guys too much because obviously you're hosting the event um i just talked to the bartender the whole time and then she was oh here it is oh you were there yeah i remember you remember the and outfit. it looks awesome no it's so spritz it's so great but so great but everyone else was in black and i was like does no one read the dress code no one read yeah. the dress code but anyway they don't no they really don't they people don't. in new york don't give a they fuck do. they don't they don't i I'm care i'm so happy you were there and i was like, there that makes me so happy i was there it was like, so I fun i'm sure that like your fans know but like you're the best like I like do they know that I hope so I I did see um my favorite part of that party was the guy that fell into the pool Mm -hmm. that was iconic like I my co-founder that's who it was father no way I knew it was someone's dad so so I was gonna say it's so not his fault no it's not the pool was so beautifully designed yeah <laughs> where it looked like there was glass on top of the pool yes so I he thought it went was. to walk across it you guys had and fell right in it spritz the reason it looked like glass even more so too is because they had these like uh like flowers floating in it they had like spritz society written in big block letters so it almost it looked like a display of sorts it did not look like a, it could be a pool it looked like something like a dance floor that was created on top of a pool like it yeah and I remember thinking to myself 
I almost fell into that. Like at one point, I almost fell into that. And then I literally was just like happened to be talking to someone and just watched him just do, 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 just like walk the plank right into the pool. It's terrible. It was, it was, it was actually, he was, it was a such, great party though. It was such a good party and he was such a good sport about it. And I remember thinking, thank God that wasn't some like 21 year old influencer in New York who like fell into the pool. That'd be so embarrassing. So embarrassing. It was like, it's someone's dad. Like he was like, <laughs> ah, it's fine. I think he like went upstairs and borrowed someone's clothes and came back down. Yep. Like it was fine. Easy. 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 Noom, you heard me rave about it, so let's break it down. It all starts with food, or more so eating, and what our relationship with that looks like. I know for some people, eating can be an emotional experience. For me personally, I eat when I celebrate, I'm excited to eat when I'm happy or sad. Like, it's just something I turn to. And everyone is different, though. So when it comes to managing your weight, it makes sense that Noom has taken a very personalized, psychology-based approach, right? Because we're not all the same. Noom is really upping the game, by the way, in such a positive way in regards to weight management. Because a lot of those weight programs out there are focusing on what you eat, while Noom is using science to help you understand why you eat. And those are two very different things. I feel like it's important to understand the difference, which Noom is doing with their psychology-based approach that helps you build better habits and better behaviors that are easier to maintain. Easier because they're simply becoming a part of your day-to-day life, because that's what we should be focusing on. Not all these short-term easy fixes, but truly building better habits that'll last a lifetime, right? Like that's the important stuff. James is in the fitness world, obviously, and he's always telling me it's these habits that you build that produce the real results. Now, when you're trying to just change the number on the scale and not changing your mentality overall, that's a problem. Noom is super personalized, by the way. They've got coaches there helping you every step of the way, and they're humans. They're not robots. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. So it's great for anyone out there who thinks they might be too busy for this. You're not. I promise they will make it easy. They break down your eating choices and help you better understand why you might be having certain cravings. Also, the steps they give you are going to be ones that you can actually apply and put into your practice day one, right? So what are you waiting for? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Okay, so tell me this because I have so many questions and I did not realize this, which I don't, of course I should have known this, but I did not realize that Spritz Society, because listen, this is a business mogul. So we have to pick his brain here for all these business related things. I did not realize until I started getting all these conversations started with Zach, Jackie's husband. And then of course I know Olivia is involved. So Spritz Society is a family affair. It's It's a a family family run business. It's a family run business. And then you were just on a panel that I just saw. And then it absolutely confirmed things because you were on a panel. My friend Alex Bennett went from Barstool and she was like, I'm going to a panel talking about family-run businesses that have their finger on the pulse of millennial. I don't know what the panel was. All panels are so oddly specific. It was us and Mario Badescu, uh-huh. which is a family-run business. Didn't know that either. Even though, like, you can like, it was so nice point. that they compared us, <laughs> but like, there's no comparison. That's a still. it's a three-year-old family-run business versus a sixty-year-old family-run business. Right. Still, like, that's for sure. But it was a really, really. It was a really, really great panel. So tell me more about like, obviously from the, I, I feel like you guys, if you know, which obviously you guys know, Ben and his family and, and Claudia and the Oshries and everyone, like they are so family oriented. So it doesn't shock me at all. But like when you decided to start Spritz, it was no questions asked. We're doing this family business. Yeah. Um, especially because I was going to ask everyone to tap their communities right. to sell it. You never want to be the guy that's like, hey, bro, any chance you could like pump, you know. At you- I, I like anyone who knows me knows that if you help me in any way, shape or form, right. I am compensating you. Like yeah. I don't, I don't like, I just because I don't like it when people do, do it, it to, to me because I will do it. Yeah. If you ask me to post something. I will always post it. It me. If you send me something to post, I will post it. 
I'm like a PR team's wet dream. dream. Same. Because you send me something, I'm going to fucking post it. Same. And every time I do that, the brand thinks to themselves, oh, I never need to pay Ben again. Literally. Because he's going to give us it all for free. Why buy the cow? When you get the milk for free. Literally. Whenever I tell you that I am so bad about it, if someone sends me a product and doesn't ask me to post, I'm like, you know what? I like that they didn't ask me. I'm going to post. Like, as if the reverse psychology wasn't already drummed up in their heads. Like, totally. Like, you know who's laughing at us? Fucking Margo. Margo, it's, it's her wet dream. She works for PR company. She's like, okay, this is so easy. This yep, is great. 100%. 100% for free. 100%. I'm like, um, you're going to send me a cute PR package that's, like, got some weight to it? I'm posting it. Exactly. And it's different when it's, like, a, a friend's business, right. of course. But, like, yeah, I, I post I post everything. <laughs> I but I uh, had the idea for Spirit Society and... Immediately told my brother-in-law Zach, yeah, uh, who's Jackie's husband, right? And then it just became what what this is. Yeah. But obviously, we if we're launching through the toast, which is what we did, right? They needed to be founders. They needed to like it. They needed to be involved. So and true. So it, it just it just we we meshed it very 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 early. I love that. I shotgunned my first spritz at Taylor Swift at the concert. Um, it was a really pleasant experience. I will I'll shotgun anything, not well, but like if you give me a task where an audience will be there and it's some sort of like alcohol involved, like I'm obviously going to do it. So I did that and it was really it was really really nice. Did you have a big burp? Because the thing yeah. about spritzes, they're carbonated. It's like um I never drank sparkling water. I actually up poured yeah. sparkling I couldn't stand it and then uh -huh. I started dating James who he only drank it and we would start having to split like at dinners it would be like one night on one night off we were like a divorced parent situation mm. like he'd be like it's it's my night to get sparkling water I'd be like motherfucker and then I am, oh because you're strictly bottled I do not like sparkling I know I still like sparkling water no, I'm like still so you, will you drink tap or no yeah yeah like how's the tap here not as good as New York. You can't trust it. You can't trust it as much. No, it doesn't taste as good. It doesn't taste as good. No. Okay, so that's a different story. But I just mean like he would always want sparkling water. Which so he can get sparkling water. Why does that impact you? That's what I'm screaming. No, because they asked, what do you want from the table? And he'd be like, we'll have sparkling. And I'm like, oh, no, have sparkling, sparkling and tap. Me and Claudia do that. Oh, y'all do that? Well, yeah. anyways, I became obsessed with sparkling water. Okay, and now good. I can't get enough, but it makes me belch. Also, do you get headaches? Because I'm 1000% sure. I'm telling you. Sparkling water does not hydrate you the same way regular water does. I have asked that a thousand times, and there is no proof that it doesn't. I know, but, but I, 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 no, I'm sorry. I concur. Or, or sparkling water creates some mechanism for dry mouth. Ah, uh, you could like see that. Like, maybe you are hydrated. But, but to me, it's equally as important for my mouth to feel hydrated <laughs> yeah. as for my body to be hydrated, because otherwise I'm going to get up in the middle of the night like gasping for air because I can't breathe because my mouth is so dry and I reach over and I grab the LaCroix because we're all out of Poland Spring because Claudia switched to a Brita, which is <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> what is worse than a Brita? Let me tell you, uh, a worse than a Brita is maybe the only thing they can compare worse than a Brita is like one of those people that have humidifiers that just they never clean them and they're just like fucking me. throwing mold at you. You're sick. Me, but Claudia throws them away. Like <laughs> once every two months, said. once every two months, I will literally go home and my humidifier will be in the garbage. I'm like, where did it go? <laughs> the garbage. Like, like, where did it go? But people, people buy a Brita. I swear I have a friend who has had the same pink Brita since we were in college. It's disgusting. I'm like, you're sick. She's like, I replaced the filters. I'm it's like, disgusting. you're sick. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's how I feel about paper straws if you give me a great alternative sure i'm ready yeah to go green yeah yeah until you do Listen, i'm out we're out i'm out give me my plastic water bottles because you haven't given me an alternative yeah that tastes just as good and i do not like water out of a can it's they give them on planes a lot and i do yeah. not like water I'm that trying, tastes like i'm tin. trying to get around it because 
I love the Liquid Death brand. Like I see really the brand. I, I don't get I, the hype unless you want to sponsor it. me. Then I get I, it. I love it. I just I think it's just like such a cool idea. Oh, the know. idea is magnificent. I can't. I'm having trouble drinking the spark uh, the the flat water out of a can. That no, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. I don't like the I don't like the aluminum water. No, it doesn't jive for me. No, I don't like it. No, no. But there's something sparkling is okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because it's like Lacroix. Little little. Yeah, the flat water in the can. It's just odd, and maybe it's because our, we're so used to having carbonation from a can that like we're like, why is this like all just flat? I don't for know. For sure, that's it's why weird. canned wines that are flat vile. I got handed, let me tell you guys, I think I just told the story last, yeah, I did, sorry, I'm trying to get my podcast straight. Um, you guys know how I gave my upper class seat to James because I'm a legend and I did that, which was really nice. He was feeling not so great on a flight, so I, we one of us got upgraded, me, and when we walked through, I was like, you can have the seat, and everyone was like shook to their core. You're like, lying. I swear, and it was an eight-hour flight from London to Nashville. My wife is unbelievable, like the greatest person in the whole world. Yeah. I swear if I had the flu and she had a first class seat, I would be sleeping in the toilet. <laughs> if you had the flu. Yeah. And she got upgraded and you didn't. Yep. Your Claudia would really do that? Yeah. We should call her and ask her. She would no, say, she, no, she, I'm kidding, she would literally. Call her, be, she would. No, she would be like, you're sleeping in the toilet. By the way, it doesn't, ma- it doesn't mean that she's not literally the best and yeah, I die for her. 100%. It's just these are the, it's, these are the, these are the these facts. These are our rules. These are our house rules. <laughs> these are the facts. This is a house rule. Well, if she has, <laughs> if she has a first class seat, that's, that's, that's that. it. Well, I that's gave that. him the upgrade and I, I think the, the people that were working on the flight saw me do that. And of course, you know, I made a couple of jokes. He was, he was like not feeling good and it's an eight hour flight and I knew he would be able to lay down. It's a day flight. It was an overnight flight. I was like, I'm indifferent. I don't care. Selfless. So, nice so I, I, the, the people working there saw me do it though. And this lady came up to me and she goes, do you have a, um, a call? Is it a colleague? Is it a friend? A boy? And I was like, it's my boyfriend. He's in first class. I was like, he's not, I also didn't want to tell her like, you know, the plane culture. Totally. Like, he's not feeling good. But I was like, he, I was like, he's got a bit of a headache and head cold. He really didn't feel good. I didn't mind. I'll sit back here. And she goes, really? I go, yeah, I'm going to hold it over his head for a month. It'll be fine. And she goes, well, no good deed goes unpunished. And she looks because I had asked for a glass. They asked me if you want any wine, white, red, whatever. And when I said white wine, what do they do? Plop down a fucking can of white wine. I was like, vile, not touching that. And they, uh, it sat there. Like it flat white wine. I'm, not, I'm just not going to drink it out of a can. And so she walks over to me. And she goes, no good deed goes unnoticed. She takes the can and she goes, do you want Whispering Angel? Or do you want, which is like a fabulous, expensive rosé. And or, and I stopped it. I was like, Whispering Angel. And she comes with like two, like a first class glass of like, whispering angel and just kept topping me up the whole so time. you're a plain drinker oh ho, ho. i am a plain drinker you know why you know why you because get you fly s- southwest because <laughs> i fly southwest and i have to be literally not conscious for it no i'm a plain drinker because i love that you do get they, more drunk faster do they sell alcohol on southwest yeah they yeah do, right for okay. sure I, I wasn't just i like was stereotyping southwest flyers i just think that uh, they're like a bunch of drunks that like they are they and, are, right? and they are and they are and let me tell you southwest is heavy-handed with the drink coupons mm. you get them in the mail all the time it's nice wow. nice. yeah they, they do that they do everything wrong but that again you guys know um southwest if you ever want to change my mind and like throw some cash my way let me know but like this will always be a southwest hatred podcast like i you guys are the greyhound bus of the sky i don't get it i hate it i don't like it so um, yeah, no, I'm happy to talk shit about them. The, you, you they do, do. You do exactly what Josh and I do, which is like shit talk a brand and then say, but if you pay me. If you pay me, I'm. I am ready to flip on a dime. I, I am a I'm steak. ready. I will flip. I'm ready. And let me tell you something. Everyone on this podcast know mama's got to get her bag. So. Yeah. Listen, I got bills to pay. Totally. These Louis Vuitton slippers aren't buying themselves, fuckers. Are they warm? 
Too warm. Is your foot warm? Too warm, right? Like, why do you have like a sheep on your foot? Too warm. The summer. (laughs) I don't know. It's hot. You were coming. I had my Duke's Mayo rubber slides on. I thought they didn't really go with the outfit. I just man, I forgot Duke's. Duke's We'll get to that. Like, I'll fight you to the death. You're lying. No, I'm such a Hellman's man. I'm so Hellman's. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. But like, it's wild to me though that you have like a problem, like. You oh, open the podcast having a problem with whitefish when you love mayo. I do you love would, mayo. You would, lo- you would love whitefish. You oh, have it- a problem with mayo in the morning? No. Yeah, so that's all I did. I, 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 this opposite. morning, I, I walked into the Delta Sky Lounge. I threw some mayo and fish on a bagel and yeah. had, had a morning. Oh, yeah. I know. I guess I just like, I. you know what it is? It's the fact that I saw your story and I knew that you woke up at 530 in the morning for a flight or probably earlier because New York. 530. 530. Okay. And the fact that you did that, I immediately, my stomach churned and I just felt like I had diarrhea because as this podcast knows, if I'm getting up early for a flight, like I'm just going to shit my pants. Yeah. Cool. going to so when you coupled it then with the whitefish i was like he's crazy yeah, yeah. maybe i'm also feeling i'm feeling like you probably had a coffee i did so when, knowing when I you ate really the fish early. and coffee freaked me out i am never gonna stop telling this story i was at north italia one of my favorite places and the most gorgeous stunning girl stopped me and she said and i quote shannon your packing tips have saved my life. So clearly I know what I'm talking about here when I tell you that I am the self-proclaimed, but also I feel like other people are proclaiming this too, queen of packing. And listen, I just get it. Here's the thing. What does packing start with? luggage. So it's got to be good luggage. It's like the blueprint to packing successfully. And listen, I've tried them all, so you don't have to. And bar none, the best on the market is base. The way this luggage will solve all of your problems is insane. Beginning with my personal favorite aspect, the overweight indicator. Because listen, we've all been there where your bag is overweight. You've got your stuff all over the airport floor. It's so embarrassing. Like you got shoes, you got thongs hanging out, curling irons, pill bottles. And it's all because the lady at the Delta counter was like, you know what? You're four pounds overweight and you should just swap over your bags here. Well, not anymore because the base luggage has this little red dot on the side that will come up if your luggage is overweight. You literally just turn it on the side, pick it up. And if the red light comes up, obviously you're a bit sad, but just take a couple things out. You really don't need that extra pair of flip-flops, you know, and their weekender bags. They are amazing. I have two of them. I've also gifted one before as well because they are just iconic and it slides right over your suitcase to sit on top of it. It has amazing interior pockets. And my favorite thing about it, this genius underneath zipper compartment for your shoes. It saves so much space. Truly, they've thought of everything. And functionality aside, we know the owner, Shay Mitchell, has got it down pat when it comes to fashion. And you already know that base luggage is chef's kiss on the aesthetic side of things it looks so chic and so trendy it's always the vibe when you're traveling okay i will never use anything but base luggage they also just came out with so many bright cool colors for summer and their classic neutral colorways are also great i have all their gray ones but i also love their bright ones i could talk about them for hours but i will get to the discount okay right now base is offering our listeners 15 percent off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com probably go to basetravel.com probably for 15 percent off your first purchase that's b-e-i travel.com slash probably I think I'm the I'm the opposite of you now that I think about it if I wake up at five in the morning I'm clogged for a week really yeah yeah <gasps> oh I get a yeah. case my friend Anna Grace calls it a case of the weird seas and I just like you just That's for no great. reason what's better than diarrhea I'm get an, it out if I'm it needs <laughs> to come out get it out I'm at an age where I welcome it like wholeheartedly yeah. but at an airport is tough like no one's trying to have diarrhea on a plane no stomach dropping is bad yeah we, in our house we call it a moonstruck moment no. I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if claudia's ever told this story but um we call it a moonstruck moment because 
there's a Moonstruck Diner on 27th and 3rd, and we were in a taxi on our way uptown, and my stomach dropped, and we were on our way home, and she, I like said, like, just go, just, just go, <laughs> keep going, go home. I hopped out of the cab at the red light, ran into Moonstruck, liquid diarrhea went No. On. So we call it a Moonstruck moment when your stomach drops. Oh my God, I thought you got diarrhea from Moonstruck Diner. I was Probably. Like, <laughs> like that, yeah, yeah. That place could. is an absolute shithole. <laughs> okay. like that, especially that one in the city. Yeah. I don't know if that's, there are so many places called Moonstruck Diner. I think it's like a classic like name. Yeah. I don't think that they're all connected, so I don't mean to shit on all Moonstruck Diners, but specifically the Manhattan Moonstruck Diners, nasty. You're not shitting on them, you're just shitting in them. True. True. 100%. True. Okay, let's bring it back to Taylor Swift in Nashville. You were here. I have a question. Yeah. Are you a Taylor Swift fan as Look, or is it by Turdy Proxy? Look. I got a lot of shit for the content captured during that concert. What was the content? You know, we I, didn't sit the, the, no, I wasn't no, in the suite with them. Oh, oh, I know. okay. Oh, so you were just asking you you didn't have any background. Oh, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was perceived as a misery during <gasps> that concert because you. I got so high. From what? I just, wasn't, I just wasn't in the mood to drink. Oh, okay. So you did And so I gummies? just like, somebody had a pen and I just like overripped the pen. I remember And then this I became from, a ghost. I remember like, this from the bus ride there. Like, you were ripping the pen. Like you will just see me in the background. Everybody's like, <laughs> I'm drunk in the back of the car. And I'm just like. I'm high in the I'm front just like of the this. suite. <laughs> like not moving. And everybody's like, do you even like Taylor Swift? Like <laughs> you're in a fucking suite. You asshole. Like, why don't you give your ticket to somebody who cares? I love Taylor Swift. Okay. I definitely, look, I loved her as a service level fan. Yeah. Even before I met my wife. Okay. Like I loved Red. Red was my album, which is, I know, I know the real fans don't even like Red. Just leave it I alone. Just, wasn't it her like fedora face? I was a service level fan. Her fedora face. It was the I knew you when you were trouble, all that stuff. I knew you. Yeah, surface level fan. And then Claudia got me in. Like, she plays. To be a Swifty. She just plays the music all the time. And she uh, actually goes out on her uh, comedy tour. Yes. The last song before she gets on stage is the 10 minute version of All Too Well. The 10 minute version of All Too Well. And I've seen. 98% 98% of those shows. Oh, so, so you, I've listened to the 10 minute version right. of All Too Well. Right. I know every word. Yeah. As you should. We were at the show, and whenever the, I had, so I went to the show in New York, and then I, Courtney and I came to her show in uh, Nashville, and I was like, Courtney, you're going to love it. She plays the 10 minute version 10 minutes before the show starts. Iconic. It is. Like, that's like, it's like, iconic. It's the, it's the perfect little one, just like amazing thing that everyone wants to listen to anyways. And two, it gets the crowd hyped up right before she walks out. And three, it's like your little, it's like your intermission lights flashing. You know, it's a 10 minute song. You know, it's 10 minutes before the show starts. Yep. It's genius. Correct. Genius. I love it. So I love it. Love Taylor Swift. Um, you know what? I don't love like her, like, uh, first of all, I, <clears throat> I didn't like this new album. You did it. No. And my biggest problem with it, which Claudia will tell me shouldn't be my problem with it because these are Taylor Swift songs. Okay. I'm like a diehard Fall Out Boy fan. Okay. And I'm a diehard Paramore fan. Right. I'm like. So is my brother. I'm, I'm an emo maniac. Okay. So I don't is know my brother. That, but like, I, I didn't know that. I'm like an alternative alt punk emo maniac. Do you know who I'm friends with that lives here in Nashville? Who? Secondhand Serenade. Really? Yeah. Do you know that because it's one person? tonight will be the night, night that I will fall for you over again. Yeah, he's a great guy. That's amazing. With an amazing I, wife. I'm obsessed with that song. Beautiful little boy. Okay, cool. I'm going to no, have to sing it with him. So. They're great. He's wonderful. And and I always thought growing up that it was a band, but it's, well, I, mean, I guess it is, but like it's one person. Oh, I didn't know that. It's one person. It's amazing just, song. It's just John. Amazing song. John Vesely. Um, 
and what was I saying? Fallout Boy, Taylor Swift. I was like, wow, I'm going to hear a fucking emo Taylor Swift song and she's going to kick ass. Like, how good would she be in She'd a Fallout it. song? Yeah. Fallout Boy song. Like, yeah, yeah. She would be amazing. And then it was a Taylor Swift song where she took everything special away from Fallout Boy. <laughs> and I was just like, why the fuck is Fallout Boy even on this song? I don't need to hear him sound like Taylor Swift. I need to hear her sound like Fallout Boy. And I think that was the same qualm everyone had with Lana Del Rey's feature on Snow on the Beach. Everyone's like, oh, Lana Del Rey. And then it's like a Taylor Swift song where you just hear her like humming yeah, in the background. Exactly. Yeah. Same exact problem I had with Paramore. Yeah. What about? Like, let me hear Taylor Swift. What are your thoughts in Paramore on like, Brandon Urie? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, by guys. the way, yeah. Same thing. She did it you. then too. Yeah, she yeah. did. It. Yeah, sorry. she did it then too. That She's just bringing unbelievable emo kings and queens to the <laughs> table and then having them sing folk. Yeah. Like, like I just I don't want that. Maybe they want to sing folk. Maybe they thought this is my time to sing folk. I, I don't care. It's like bringing Louis Armstrong on and having him like do a rock song. Yeah. Like, like, okay. Br- you're bringing on icons. Yeah. Like, do, do I, that. I get, like, Taylor Swift is the icon of icons of icons. Yeah. But, like, I know that she has it in her to do an emo song. And You're so right. I was very, very excited to listen to this album. Yeah. And then I was very, very heartbroken. You were heartbroken with that I one. I felt that she uh, stole. Ripped stole, it away. Yeah, stole it from me. Well, I think, I would venture to say that Taylor Swift wouldn't be, like, too pissed that you were really high at her show. I feel like she'd be like, that's so cool. She's friends with Gigi Hadid, who just got <laughs> arrested for... Being in the Bahamas with weed or something. Was that tattoo real? No. Oh, it wasn't, right? No. That's what I thought. No, no, no. The okay. tattoo wasn't real, but she went to like Bohemian jail. Wow. Like for having like weed, but it was like medicinal that she had like a license for. It was this whole thing. But like, yeah. Anyways, it was so funny because I. Why, why do people travel with weed? We, I, I, I don't know. We, you, we were on a bus why with one. Tra- why do you travel with weed? I don't know. People that travel with weed. Uh, maybe she said she had like a medical doctor's note for it. <laughs> a doctor's note. <laughs> yeah, but like a Gigi doctor's had... note also in, in English. Like it, it just, you're going to have yeah, problems. You're, right. you're going to have issues. You're going to have issues. Yeah, you're... Mail it, if anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> Send it through the mail. Send it through the mail. Guys, we With can... your note. With your, with your note. Yeah, that way in case the, you know, DEA finds it, you can be like, I have a note. Yeah, you have a note. You have a note. It's fine. I agree. Okay, this just happened today. Taylor's amazing family assistant came over because now we live next door. And she was talking to me and I was drinking my AG1. And she's like, oof, those green juices. And I was like, no, this one's actually like not bad at all. And she was like, really? She's like, no, I know they're good for you. But like the taste. And I'm like, no, 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 Rachel, you have got to try this. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the green juice that everyone, myself included, is obsessed with. AG1, the daily nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. Like I just said, Rachel walked in on me drinking it. I originally gave AG1 a try because I saw it literally everywhere. And I was like, what is everyone talking about? But then I did some research and I realized, hey, you're tired of taking so many supplements anyway, Shannon. And I want a single solution that supported my entire body and covers my nutrition basis every day. I want better gut health. Y'all know I'm a freak about having good healthy gut. And I wanted, well, I always want a boost in energy, immune system support with all my traveling is really important to me. And I just want a supplement that actually tastes good. So this is what I did. I made one for Rachel. She tried it. She literally was shocked. I wish I would have recorded it. It would have made the best ad ever because she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this actually tastes good. And I was like, no, I know, I know. I take it in the morning before working out, making my coffee, starting my day, whatever I'm doing. And it really does give me that initial feel good moment of, wow, like I'm really doing something good for my body right now. And when I wake up, I am going to be giving my body the nutrition it craves, which is honestly a flex. And why take a bunch of different things when you could just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? They also have travel packs that are a lifesaver. You just bump 
dump the whole pack in there. It's great. AG1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to complicate your routine. Just make this drink your cute little new morning routine habit and boom, you're done. And luckily for us, AG1 is raising the standard with quality in the supplement category with a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients. It's delivered straight to your door every month. You guys know I love that. I love not leaving my house and it's packed with 75 vitamins and minerals. I also, like I said, I love their travel packs. It makes my morning routine on the go nice and easy. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash probably. That's drinkag1.com slash probably. Check it out. Um, I need to know more about your LinkedIn getting hacked because I... By Isabella Kensington from China. <laughs> <laughs> the way... The way I literally thought that that was a joke or someone's dad, like, well, like, okay, break this down for me. And I'm not, I, I always say this on my podcast. People have corporate privilege. People that like love to talk to me in like corporate like lingo. I'm like, first of all, take, take a fucking breather. What are you saying? What is EOD? Why are you telling me this? Why are you saying like things like, uh, what do we do? What was one we just heard? Uh, tech advance. Like we'll get it, we'll get in touch with you about the tech advance. Me and her Courtney are like, like, what the fuck is tech advance? And everyone no here has corporate privilege. But what what are you using oh, LinkedIn for? My knee. What am I using LinkedIn for? People don't realize that I'm like Hannah Montana. Okay. <laughs> You're I like Margot. I, I lead a full double life. Okay. I invented what Margot's doing. <laughs> before Margot was well, Margot was a wee lad. <laughs> I'm the original have a million plus followers and keep a day job. Always. Right. I've never not worked. Okay. Ever in my life. I went from working a traditional nine to five into owning my own business and right. working a nine to five. So many parts of your popping. Always. always. Yeah. Right. I'm cracking You're things. Crack. You heard this? Yeah. Then that. No, this needed to crack. This was like, oh my God, just give crack. out the hip, <laughs> my hip. So tight. Sorry. Okay. So tight. So um, you are Hannah but Montana. So, but so I use LinkedIn to network with like beverage suppliers or vendors oh, yeah. okay. or uh, markers or it's also like a really great place to gain credibility in the business world. So okay. like I'll post like press articles that people um, don't see on Instagram. Like the people, right. consumers are on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, people that are in your field. Right. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Would you consider LinkedIn as a social media platform? Yeah. I oh, would. okay. I would. It's just, whenever... it's a social media platform though, based like made for networking. Right. When I saw that you got your LinkedIn hacked, I thought, horrible. How would I? No, I didn't think that. I thought, how would he even know it was hacked? Is he is he on LinkedIn every day? Yeah, uh, I'm on LinkedIn every day. Okay. Every day because what's a I'll day? Get, what's a day look like for you? What's a day in the life of Ben Soffer? I'd love to see you do this on Instagram. So unbelievably stressful. <laughs> like it's, my day is horrendously stressful. Horrendous. I'll typically work like no joke nine to nine by the way i believe that fully especially because you are running a very successful business that you created but i mean like wake up like wake up breakfast linkedin wake up instagram oh whoa, whoa. no no wake up no breakfast none like, unless it's work, 5 30 in the morning work, you want whitefish work call yes work calls emails meetings yeah do you love team. you love a zoom I love a productive Zoom. I despise a Zoom for the sake of having a Zoom. And yes. everybody that works for me or with me knows if you call me for something that you could have texted me, I'm going to yes. hate you for the whole day. Yes. Like that, because that one minute call distracted me from everything I was doing. Do you know what My I My entire flow is gone. Gone. 
I hate an onboarding call. I hate when they're like, we're just going to hop on a call for onboarding. I'm like, oh my God, these podcast companies need to for, literally take a hike. For what? No, wait, look, here's the, here's the truth. Okay. <laughs> take a hike okay. Every you can have, you-, you can have me on your onboarding call, but I'm not trying the product. I'm going to say <laughs> I did anyways. <laughs> so that's that on that. That's that on that. All of your insults are so geriatric. You're like, they can take a hike. Totally. Like, I'm yeah. 900. I have my hip cracking. <laughs> I'm switching legs because my legs fall asleep every six I, seconds. My blood flow is terrible. You wore compression socks here. Terrible. Oh, God. I, uh, man. No, I, I agree. I just, I, I sometimes think to myself, I hope they know, like, I'm going to speak highly of the company anyways. They're, you're paying me. Yeah, of course. Like, of course. You're pay- unless, unless something goes terribly wrong, there's been only one time that like I have a great team a great team of agents right so they're not like giving me offers for companies that aren't legit right but like I have had one time where I had to reach out to my agents and be like the product just came in I you guys it is so bad and yeah of course and they're like what do you want us to do about it I'm like yeah you got to talk to the company you got to do this like ah this feels weird also with my podcast because we all know that I want to get that bag sis I usually say yes to almost everything and then every once in a while I'll say yes to a Ad and producer Courtney will know this. And then I'll get the brief about that I have to then write yep. my ad script for. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I probably, and this is on me fully because I should have maybe done a little bit more digging, but I'm like, I don't know if this really aligns. And I have no problem saying like, I can do this one. This one doesn't make, no one will believe me that I fucking use this. And yep. they're like, okay. Yep. So like, I have some integrity to me, but for the most part, I'm like, I don't need to be on your onboarding call. Yeah, no, there's a difference between an onboarding call for, uh, like a, a tech platform, like for, for like, sure. Like, like if you need, if it's, if you need to understand what it is to be able to talk about it, I get it. Yeah. An onboarding call for food. I'm going to no. try it. If you, I, I'm, I'm going to try eat, it. I'm going to eat it. I'm gonna I don't it. need to know like a, a sponsor of ours that we love on yes. the good guys. Hero bread. I don't know if you've had hero bread. Yes. It's fucking delicious it bread, is delicious. but I didn't need to hear anything about it. Yeah. I needed to try it. And right. I can tell you it's delicious. It's yes. fluffy. It's healthier yeah like, you know what I mean there you go no okay. I agree I couldn't agree more but back to LinkedIn because I think that's what we were talking about I was hacked miserably by a woman named Isabella Kensington <laughs> was that? who apparently is from China but also went to Wharton and is a serial networker and advisor no and she went through all of my messages all of them and wrote back to all because I have so much inbound that I don't respond to. Hold on, this was a genuine hack by the lady who put her real picture and name. No, no, she, oh, okay. no, no. This was somebody pretending to be an Isabella Kensington okay. from, Ch- from China. Right, right. And she or whoever was pretending to be her went through all of my unopened messages. I have, or not all of them. I I have like thousands of unreads on LinkedIn. Right. And would say, "Sorry, I think you meant to send this to somebody else." Because it would say, hey, Ben. And she wanted, she was, the, the profile was now Isabella. Oh, well, I was like, what? So, oh. so she would say, sorry, you must have sent this to the wrong person. They'd say, oh, I don't know how I made that mistake. How'd I do that? Isabella, <laughs> I'd love to connect. And it's like, I also lost so much respect for everybody on my LinkedIn that replied to this freak. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, there is no, there, like, this person couldn't exist. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah, sorry. No, no. She couldn't exist. No. Philanthropist. This was her bio. Philanthropist, angel investor, I know. I Wharton from China named Isabella Kensington. No. It's this no. person doesn't exist. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. And if she did exist, she should she should have her own LinkedIn page that she would just totally. do her own what thing. Do you, why do you need mine? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. And all of the articles were ones that I posted. She didn't even clear it. 
but she did fucking clear my entire work history. And LinkedIn, sorry, LinkedIn, you're not paying me and you're never going to pay me. <laughs> fucking sucks. Oh, no. Their support, terrible. You know that they can't retroactively get back my work history? But it's the internet. It's all there. Not for them. Did you, really? Yep. Dang. So, so you've just done like no resume, no work experience. Nothing. I'm a fr- I'm fresh. He's fresh off the block. I'm fresh. Just graduated from fresh yeshiva. Fresh. Yeshiva. <laughs> Refresh. Oh, fresh prince of spritz. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sorry. You don't have to I'm sorry that happened to you. It's fine. I am. I, I I now have more respect not for LinkedIn but for LinkedIn users. Totally. So there's that. Um, speaking of respect, things that I respect immensely. Your podcast, Good Guys, hilarious. You we, listen. I listen, not religiously, but whenever I see, so I'm a big, I'm like the, I'm like this with a toast. I see a clip that just brings me to my knees. I'm listening to the whole listening. episode. Yep. Yeah. So like, I, I just genuinely think you and Josh Peck are so fucking Thank funny. You, you, you guys, when I first saw you coming out with the podcast, I was like, that is so interesting. And I can't picture it. I don't know why. Cause I didn't know you guys had always been friends. So I thought it was like a mutual business decision. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe like you had a connection through Claudia, through mm-hmm. someone else in the industry and mm-hmm. he wanted to do a podcast. You wanted to do one. You're like, let's just do one together. So I was like, what's this flow going to be like? And it's actually hilarious. Cause you guys are actually friends and tell me the origin story of that. Cause I don't, it, we got, we got so lucky that this podcast is good Yeah, because we really did meet like five years ago, not as friends. Oh, I, w- okay. I was working at an agency and I had an ad okay. campaign. I had a huge budget for Little Caesars. <clears throat> Got it. And they were looking for y- like parents with young kids, family man, promote their pizza. I'm like Josh Peck is about as safe as it gets. Yeah. He's safe. 100%. He's safe. So I decided to DM him instead of reach out to his agents because I right. thought I could get a better deal for my client. Totally. He responded, of course, because he wanted that bag. And we kept in touch. He came to the city. We had dinner. We started talking. We became friends. Yeah. But the podcast, like, we're we're just so lucky that, like, the timing was perfect. I had wanted to start a podcast. Right. He had just finished his podcast. Like, he he had podcasts before. Yeah, yeah. And he respected the toast so much. So I think that he felt that. Like we would be able to get at least initial viewers because of the toast. And if it caught on, it caught on. Totally. And we recorded a demo and it was so easy. Like talking to him is so easy. We we spoke about this before the show. We have a, we have zero prep work for our podcast. Zero. Love. We get there. We improv the entire time. So nice. The only thing we brought in is the what are you nuts moment of the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing. What are you nuts? There's nothing else. So funny. Oh, actually speak pipes, which are really fun. Do you do those? Uh, speak pipes. No, what's that? It's where our fans can leave us like questions, like audio questions. Oh, yeah, And yeah, we'll yeah, listen mails. to them live voicemails. Yeah, yeah. And we did that once. Fun. We they're, do that. They're really fun. We do them. Um... But otherwise, it's just so easy. We're so similar. Um, Y'all really are. I would, if you told me. We have similar humor. That's it. You do. And the flow is so nice. And if you told me that you like would have grown up with him your whole life, I would have been like, oh yeah, that fully checks out. Yeah. What will I not shut up about? Buying a house. But guess what? And I also won't shut up about this. Buying a house costs uh, so much money. Like literally, I know 
you should assume that, but then it happens and you're like, wow, that's so much money. So I am trying to save money. I'm always trying to save money. What is this? It's a finance podcast. So I'm trying to be better about it, but the cold hard facts are I am just simply always going to be buying food. I'm be buying things for my new house. I'm just straight up going to buy everyday items like deodorant, toothpaste. I don't know, maybe a sweet little treat for myself every once in a while. And I just got to get these things. Okay. But the trick that I've been using lately is Ibotta and it is a freaking game changer because you get cash back on all these things that you were already going to buy, like not frivolous things, like actual everyday items that you just genuinely are going to buy. So you just might as well use Ibotta and get some cash back. It's like free money with inflation right now. I think we can all agree that something as simple as uploading your receipt when you get back home from shopping is an easy enough task. When doing that means that you get money to spend and use towards something fun. The average Ibotta user, you ready for this, gets up to $120 a year and just straight up cash back from shopping. That's a flight somewhere. Like I literally just bought a Florida, a Florida flight for that. Or it's a fancy steakhouse dinner that you won't feel guilty about. Ready? Some dirty martinis. I don't know. It's great. Okay. And it's just so easy. And the thing about Ibotta is they give you real cash back. Not all those point situations that all the other apps do. Real money, the green stuff that we know and love. You can put it in your bank account, PayPal, gift cards, whatever, but it's money, not points. Places I use Ibotta the most are places like Sephora, Lowe's. I have been up in Lowe's for this new house stuff. Best Buy for all my business expenses, podcasting, etc., and so many more. And right now, Ibotta is offering my listeners $5 just by trying Ibotta. Use the code probably when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the free Ibotta app and use code probably. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code probably. Mate, what was the origin story of you guys like sitting down and like, did you approach him? Like, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Would you ever want to do one together? Or were you guys in a group setting and it came up? Like, how did it come about? That's such a great question. I don't, I think I asked him. Okay. I think I asked him, but I actually don't remember. And how'd you come up with good guys? I mean, you guys are both good guys. Group chat, me, him, Claudia. Got it. And Claudia was like our momager for that process. Yes. Just like, how do you start a podcast? How do you get onboarded? How do you make art? How do you right. sign with the network? How do you do all these things? And we just like started throwing out names and we're like, what are we both? And it's like, we're just, we're good guys. You're just good guys. Like we're not, we're not assholes. We're not douchebags. We totally. don't take ourselves too seriously. We're not too manly. We're all, we're very similar. Right. We're just like, God, we're, we're good guys. We're just good guys. And like, we joke, like we're not, we're not great. Like we, like we do, <laughs> like we do our best. Yeah. But we're good. We're, we're always good doing our best. So I don't know. I, I just, just love the podcast. You guys have to listen to it if you haven't listened to it. I love it. I also obviously like the, the age group. How old are you? 31. 31. Okay. So the age that I'm at and I presume you're at, cause my sister's 31. Um, I mean, growing up watching Drake and Josh, like, what are you nuts? Like, of course everyone fucking watched that. Everyone. Like yeah. it was, I have this really weird niche thing that happened in my childhood where, uh, we got, uh, my mom and dad somehow cable at our house was set up and we, we didn't grow up with like a ton of ton of money and cable was somehow uh, they forgot to turn it off from the previous people. And so it was just like on. So my parents never paid for cable. Amazing. But when I was about like, I want to say 12 or however I, old I was when Hannah Montana came out, um, we lost Disney Channel. Mm. My parents aren't ringing up the cable company. Hey, Disney Channel cut out. Because they'd be like, hey, now that we think about it, <laughs> you haven't paid for cable in eight years. Yeah. So so I remember, saying, I remember saying like, well, like tell Disney channels out. And my mom's like, sorry, we still got ESPN, the news, like everything. What are you nuts? We're not calling the, the That's cable unfortunate. company. So we lost Disney channel, but something that we never lost was Nickelodeon. Thank mm -hmm. God. Cause mm -hmm. honestly, the funnier shows were always on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon pushed the boundaries a little bit more than Disney channel ever did. So like, I just, that was bar none. One of my favorite shows. Yeah. Drake and Josh was the best. We actually just had Miranda Cosgrove really? on our podcast. That episode will come out. 
in August. So Megan. stay tuned for that. Oh, my Megan. gosh. But it's so funny. So obviously grew up watching the show. Loved the show. Yeah. But Josh at this point is so far removed totally. from the show. But like for us as millennials, it's just like a part of our upbringing. Right. And like we had Hillary Duff on the show and it's the same thing. Like God. I was a huge Lizzie McGuire fan. Massive. She's the best. But like she is just, she's an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's so, like that was like her start. Right. Right. And for Josh, it was the Amanda show and then it was Drake and Josh. Yeah. Oh, and like, the Amanda and, show. And it was, but now he's, he's in like sitcom after sitcom and movies and yeah. in Oppenheimer and like right. uh, it's funny we, we talk about it all the time people still come up to him on the street and they're like man you look so good did you lose some weight he's, he's like, like he's like dude I lost I lost all of this weight 17 years literally. ago like there were three years in his life yeah where he was overweight right and those are the three years where he was the most famous for millennials right so, so everybody has this picture of Josh as this bigger guy yeah because from the age of whatever it was, 14 to 17, right. he was. But from 18 to he's in his mid-30s, right. he's I he's think, this fit guy. Yeah. So it's just like so funny. He's like, what? Like, what? Like, truly, what do you, what's, what do you, what nuts? do you mean? What are you nuts? But I think, imagine anyone listening to this, imagine that, that every time you met someone, someone had a mental picture of what you looked like from 14 to 17 and then compared what you look like now and was like, weird, you look so different. You'd be like, I fucking <laughs> hope so. Like, exactly. oh my God. Exactly. And so, yeah, that is like that. Ugh, it's a conundrum. It, yeah. But he's, he's number one. He's the best. Yo, I he love is him. The best. And, uh, like the podcast is so fun because we're both so busy right. that we really don't have time to talk during the week. So that's why the that's podcast so nice. is so good right? because it is truly us catching up right? and sharing stories, yeah. many of which I'm hearing for the first time Love. and he's hearing for the first time and it's real and it's raw. And you're like literally watching the evolution of Josh and Ben becoming best becoming friends. Becoming best friends. Oh, that, that is so nice. You yeah. know, when I had my first podcast, I did like, um, I think it was around like 12 episodes. It started originally and everyone that listens knows this with my best friend, Mary Carlisle. Her and I are still really good friends, but she decided to not do the podcast. Moved to Florida, started a beautiful family and I did it on my own. We would, because we were best friends and are, but we, it was so hard for us to talk daily, but be like, I'll have to save that for the podcast because totally. you do, because it's so much yep. better yep. when you save it for the yep. podcast. So yep. we'd be like doing something and I'd want to pick up the phone and call her and I'd be like, oh my God, you, I have to wait and save this for the podcast, but you're going to fucking die. Cause like that real and raw emotion, it's just like people love to watch it. Yeah. That's why it really, it really is perfect. And I think that's why it's, it's been so good. I agree. Well, I love it. You guys listen to good guys because it's amazing. Um, everyone has asked this question. I always do like a little question box before people come on, call it cheating. If you want, I don't give a fuck. Um, but I always want to know what the people who are the listeners want to know. And I get, got this question a ton and I feel like it's not a pointless question, obviously, but I just feel like we all know that it must just be the best thing ever. But everyone said, please ask Ben what it is like to be married to Claudia. Claudia is my best friend. Like it's like, we're, we're so it's, it's weird and like not to get emotional about it at all. Like we get Please better. Do. We just get better every day. Yeah. Like every single day. And we learn like, like it being in a great relationship, you, you learn a little bit about someone and you change a little and slowly totally. but surely you like, like even though we're such different people, we, we know the things that bother each other yeah. and we know the things that make each other happy. And uh, she's she's just the best. She's the most supportive. She's the funniest. Like I, so I'm nonstop funny. laughing. Yeah, and it's a good gig. Um, 
That said, I am also the best. You are so the best, and I think she would she say would. the same thing. And I maybe, think it, maybe she would. Maybe she would be. You know, she would say it funnier. She would say it funnier. Yeah, I'm would. more emotional. She would say it funnier. Sweet, but you know, I look at like my parents who are in a beautiful relationship, and like I, I'm like, gosh, they have it all figured out. They know each other so well, but it's everything takes time, right? So oh like, my god, fine tuning those things so that you know exactly what to say to someone, when to say it, how to say it, what not to say, like yeah, all we, of that. We've been together. People don't realize this. We've been together for 11 years. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met at a party, an NYU party in New York. She was 18, I was 20. Oh, y'all didn't meet. And why do I think you were high school sweethearts or like met at like camp? No, we, we met in college. No way. Y'all both went to NYU. She went to NYU. I went to Yeshiva University. Oh, okay. And what university? Sorry, I just Yeshiva. acted like I knew it. Very Jewish. Oh my gosh, you upper, said that earlier. Right I thought you were like, just making like, up what? a made up word. No, no, no. No, yeshiva. It's when super I said Jewish. Fresh out of and you go yeshiva. I thought you were like, I didn't even know what that was. Yeshiva. It's like it's ah. like a religious Okay. Yeah. I wanted to be a dentist. Of course and, you did. And they get ninety five percent of their kids into dental school. Wow. Like, okay. They really know how to turn them in. And it was really, really awkward when I didn't want to be a dentist anymore. Oh, I was no. just stuck at Yeshiva University. Like, <laughs> like, like, what do I do now? Now what I do? <laughs> like, Everyone's clean and deep. Yeah, like, like, what do I do now? So, that is so um, funny. But we met at a party, and social media didn't exist. And right. What year was it? Uh, 2012. 2012. Okay, the year I graduated high school. Yeah. Okay. 2012. So she's 18. You're 21. You guys are just at a party. 2013. You just ran into each other yeah. and then got each other's phone numbers, started sent- – yeah. pigeons. Yeah, she is a different version of that story, but... Okay. But yeah. But yeah. We... I'll tell you how we... Like, she actually hates the story, but I'll tell it anyways. <laughs> you we were, we, were, we were at a party. We're going to upset Turdy. No, we won't upset her. It's fine. We were at a party, and uh, there was a long line for the bathroom. Uh-huh. And the person in the bathroom must have been taking a dump, because it was taking forever. And, and like, it wasn't I just need to take a quick piss. I was drunk. No, she was at the front of the line. <laughs> I didn't know her. I was at the back of the line. Okay. But I was drunk, and I was like... Fuck this person taking a dump in the one bathroom in the party. I need to take a piss. So I went up to the front and I like knocked on the door, like kind of aggressively. Uh-huh. And the person like swung the door open, like, who the fuck? Who the fuck is knocking? I'm in the bathroom. And I pointed to Claudia. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked up. And that was the first time we met. That is fucked up. That is such a like kid in college thing to do to you. Such like... a such a dick. <laughs> like Her. I was such a dick. Um and then uh, we started dating two months later and have been together Have been since. together ever since. But fine-tuning for 11 years. Fine-tuning. I love that. And we'll fine-tune forever. You like, will. No, you will. Of course you will. If you if you want a great relationship, you're fine-tuning forever. You're always fine-tuning. I think that, I mean, any time I talk to anyone that does have a successful relationship, they said exactly what you say. Like, you're always learning. You're always, Yeah, because you, know, you love the person. You want to make them happy. Right. Of course you do. All right. One last thing that someone asked, and I thought... That is great. Let's absolutely suck Ben dry for everything he's mm-hmm. worth. Um, what business advice would you give me for my brand? Hmm. I think you need a product. Ah. I'll work on the product with you. Okay, deal. I actually um, have one in mind. What is it? I'll um, tell you if I think it's good. Okay, it's I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, and I've talked about it on my Instagram, and I literally, J- James always says, he's like, when when are you going to start this? When are you going to start this? And I'm like, I don't know. I just got to figure out like when I'm not busy. But I absolutely want to come out with my own spray tan. Hmm. Like, so, like I love it. There's cool. a huge hype right now around that brand, Dulce Glow, which is a fan. I use it. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. And the way, whatever she's done marketing-wise, like, I'd love to, like, be in that realm because, like, all of a sudden, Miley Cyrus is like, I'd love to invest in your brand. And now, like, it's just known as the Miley Cyrus self-tanner. And it's just, yeah, just really, I, 
there is nothing more believable, authentic, or absolutely fucking true than the fact that my entire life it revolves around like tanning, spray yeah. tanning. Like I, Claudia will tell you when we were at Stagecoach, I literally got like in the pool one morning and was like swimming laps. And she's like, for exercise, I was like, no, I need the rest of the spray tan to come off so I can respray tan. She's like, you're going to scrub off your spray tan and then respray tan. I was like, yeah. She's like, bitch, your commitment to spray tan is wild. And I'm like, no, I will commit because I will not have a crusty, dusty, musty spray tan. I want it to be good. I want it to look great. And I use it every week because one, I don't want bad, you know, harmful sun exposure. And two, I'm a fucking ginger. So I, I literally love this idea. I would yeah. easily do it with you. Cool. Done. And I can make it like a business. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> that's what I can't do. So, but that's what's missing okay. because the way that you've embraced spritz society which i don't know if people know like you're a formal ambassador equity holder like just guys this is a finance business, podcast in the business but like you having your own brand i just know you would go so above and beyond for it it would and it, really it would, would soar because the missing link between founders that win and lose yeah is just caring yeah like there's so many people that think that like success is going to be handed to them because True. they made something True. You, know, you have to fucking where they see successful work brands it. and they're like, you have to oh, work it. I could do that. You yeah, have to 100%. work it. No, you have to work non-fucking stop. You work really hard. So I think I think that would uh, be really good. Otherwise, I, I think your brand is amazing. Like what you're doing is great. Okay, cool. This podcast is great. Guys, Everything's great. You actually are, hold on, what was the LinkedIn girl's name? Isabella Kensington. Isabella Kensington wasn't too far off. You are an absolute philanthropist and angel investor possibly in my next uh, project. That's, that's true. I am a philanthropist. There you go. I am. And Chinese. <laughs> and as we all know, he's Chinese. So Ben, thank you so much for being here. Actually, before Ben got here, or sorry, before we started recording, we signed, I felt like such a fucking movie star, um, a bunch of tote bags for Spritz Society. Speaking about how much we care about a product, we are going to Total Wine, which actually I have so many memories of going with my parents to Total Wine growing up because it is like the cheapest place I feel like to get mm -hmm. like wine. So obviously Spritz Society is in Total Wine. Mm -hmm. Where are the other places you can find it? Here. In Nashville. Or in general, in, in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, we have listeners everywhere. So in general, okay. where do you... So first and foremost, no matter where you are, you can order it online. True. SpritzSociety.com. Yep. I'm sure Pickle will be sold out by this point, uh. unfortunately. But if it's not, SpritzSociety.com slash and Pickle. Got it. But otherwise, SpritzSociety.com. SpritzSociety.com. If you go to SpritzSociety.com, you can go to the store locator and That's find a store nice. near you. That's nice. But we can shout out a couple in Nashville. Is that where your biggest Yay. base is of listeners? Where's, I don't your, where's even your biggest know. base? You don't even know. I don't even know. You don't even know. Me. Don't care about my business. Yeah, cool. Um, you, you no, Nashville's got to be huge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Frugal McDougal. Love. Love that place. Total Wine. Mm -hmm. Love that place. Great. Uh, L.A. Jackson, love that place. Great the W place. Hotel, we're at a lot of great hotels. You so are. If you go to like the rooftops, like we're we're slinging spritzes by the pool. Nashville just has fantastic rooftops. We're, so we're slinging them. But we're slinging them. Go to the store locator. That's where you can find it. It's summertime. Have a fucking spritz. We're going to have 86 down our jugulars. Literally. Before tomorrow. But I love you guys so much. And thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having Do me. Do I have what a code? Treat. I was about to put your code. Yeah. What is it? You should. Uh, we're going to do code Shannon. Code we're gonna Shannon. Get, we're going to give you 15% off. You're one fucking five. crazy. One five. That's bigger than normal. Sure. One five. <laughs> He's one out five. of control. One five. One five. Shannon. SpritzSociety.com. Use it or lose it. Use it. Lose it. Abuse it. Bye. Love you.